You're here. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah, you're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. Baba loves. <laughs> Welcome to the Prepared for Nothing podcast. Oh, Baba loves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is the greatest open we've ever had in our lives. Um, Cold open. Janaid playing with his child. Cold as fuck. Janaid's Janaid's chilling. Janaid's playing. Um, Uh, I got some jackass across from me here in the room. mm, Yeah. Connor flicking a lighter. It's probably a reason I don't own one. (laughs) You want. Janine, how you doing today, bud? You alive? Can you hear me? Again, dude? Again. Right off the bat. Say something? There you go. Talk. Let's see if we can hear you for real. Dude, I'm doing good. Hanging out with my son. He's so cute. Okay, okay, I'll stop. Bye-bye. Baba will be back. Hello? Hey, hey. Hello? We Hello? Hello? How's this Hello? sound? Hello? It sounds good, but we'll see how long it lasts. It's not very good today, dude. It's pretty, pretty ass. But that's okay. Oh, God. Dog, we got a surprise caller later. Oh. Oh, we just got a hold Surprise of them and we're going to call in 20 minutes. Yeah, dude. It's one of my homies that okay. asked if they could be on the podcast. And I am a dumbass. And I forgot to text them back. So I just noticed it now and called them. And they got 20 minutes to prepare. And then they're going to be fucking going. Okay, how old is this person? They're my age. 20. Okay, so they're 17. <laughs> um, what do they... What what gender do they identify uh, they're with? They're a chick. Female. No, you say... She, she her. Uh, she, she, her. Fuck, dude. Yes. Fuck me. What are pronouns? Bro, dude, she her identifies as beep boop. <laughs> what? She's a beep boop. Why are we talking so many questions? I mean, beep. <laughs> beep doesn't like being called she. Yeah, you actually have to censor my gender because it's a slur. Um, what is it like? The N word. <laughs> It definitely isn't sand, Blake. It's, it's it's the word for the letter that comes after after E. M. What comes after E? No, F. <laughs> F comes after E. Bro, You're so fucking stupid. I love you, bro. What are we even doing here? 
don't know. We we started we hot started just because we heard we started so good. We're still going good. We're still going strong. Just don't acknowledge the flop, and we're still going strong. Wait, you guys started. Yeah, let's do this whole last few minutes has been on. Yeah, we started recording when you were whatever. When goggling you, over your child. When you were goo goo gagging, we decided the cold start. <laughs> ASMR, pretend that Janae is cuddling you, you, the I listener. You, I listened very closely to make sure nothing was bad and everything is good. We'll double check it, but love you, dog. We in. We're like three minutes in now. Gotta be. Yeah, it's about. Bo- five minutes, dog. Welcome to the podcast, Janae. I'm going to tell you, though, about my fucking neighbor. Hey, please tell me. So, I don't know if I told you in the past, but they're like kind of the people that, um, I don't think they understand that they're adults that live in a house now. They treat it like they're in a fucking hotel, so they like leave their their trash and stuff right outside their door. Okay. Um, but the, the dumbest thing they've done lately is they've taken the screen off the window closest to their front door because they keep, like, consistently locking themselves out of the house. So they took the screen off the window so they could open the window and climb in to basically break back into their house. And I've witnessed them have to do it like five times. That's how often they just lock themselves out of their house. Oh my god, because they... Okay, okay. Yeah, and it's like a part of me is almost just like, should I just go ask them if they have like a spare key? The, the you can hold on. I, I'm always there. I'm just... Half the time it's like, oh, they're doing it again. <laughs> I would love to just... If you give me a key, I will let you yeah, in. It's like, but then that's also so in. creepy. I would love to have a key to your house yeah, if you want one. That's the thing. It's like, I, it's not even at this point the concept of like, you know, I'm going to rob you when you leave kind of deal or anything like that. It's just like, it's, I'm almost tired of watching your pathetic charade of climbing in your own window every day. It's like, you want to be helpful. Right. I've had to do that here. I mean, that's the thing. If I really wanted to break. How stupid are know. they? I I mean, they're. When you talk to them, you get, like, high SoCal vibes from them. Valley girls? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's... But, I mean, it's like... If I really wanted to break into their house, Uh, I know their window's always open. Yeah, like, I, like, lock myself out. (laughs) I was trying to, like, up in, like, uh, up in my house and, like... Oh, you don't want to give me a key? That's fine. I'll just break in through your window the way you do. (laughs) (laughs) The way I watch you do it. The way I watch you do it every night. (laughs) Jesus. We're bombarding guests. Hey, uh... Yeah. Connor. How easy is it to get a PlayStation 5 now? Get a PlayStation 5 now? Is it hard to get a PlayStation 5? I don't 5? think so. Is it hard to get I know one? that um, all the scrappers are losing money now because the uh, availability of everything just went up again due to restrictions dropping. So it's probably easy again. You know what? You know what PlayStation should do? They should drop the price by 100 bucks, and then watch all the scalpers be like, no! 
All the scalpers just lose. Because they won't even money. get their money yeah. back. People will just wait for like a cheap. Yeah. God. Because that's the other thing too. A lot of scalpers already lost their money because they scalped from scalpers. So it's like someone's selling it for five hundred. They bought it oh, off them and are like, "I'm going to sell it for seven hundred." They're fucked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw the big I hope one. They was, get fucked harder. Was graphics cards? The ass. Where the the initial price of the graphics card versus scalper price was about like a two hundred and fifty percent difference, and now it's like receding back to the mean. And all these scalpers that still were hanging on to, they're just like. It's like watching Bitcoin drop when you just bought. Right when it was at the like 60,000 spike. And yeah. everyone bought and it uh, dropped right down after that. To see, 40. the thing is mm-hmm. with the market with that. See, with the market with that graphics card stuff especially. They should just sell it to people in countries with a bunch of import tax on the black market. <laughs> Like a PlayStation in Pakistan is a thousand dollars. Christ. <laughs> he needs that PlayStation to decipher his code. Yeah. your audio is so shit today. I love you, bro. But damn. I'm going to try to fix it. I'm going to leave and come back. We'll be here. You know, I remember too. I helped someone very near and dear to us in management get one of those graphics cards before they got scalped. Help them get two. Do you know one of these? Do I know this person? Yeah, you might. Both of us no longer work there because of them. Tell me later. Okay. You really don't know? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, the manager. Our boss, our shared boss. That one? Yeah. The evil one? Yeah, that's why it's like when you told me those stuff with their personal relationships that threw me off so much because it's like they were getting these high-end graphics cards so they could build PCs together to play video games together. Relationship can't be that fucked to justify buying two $600 graphics cards. You know... You know who you are if you're ever listening one day to this. I only got one thing to say to you. Yeah. But. It's nothing worse than fucking trying to run a podcast. And you got this co-host. You can't even fucking ever have on the show. It's like we just spend so much time. For the listeners at home, I'm not even supposed to be the co-host. I know. You're the producer. (laughs) I'm the producer. That has to fill the dead air because I can't get my fucking...
don't know, you want to cut in 20 minutes early? <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Fuck it. Should we make our Kong house? Sure. Just to fill some fucking content. <laughs> Live. The victim constantly getting hit on by customers at work. What's up? Just so everyone knows here, um, I done goofed a fucking while ago. I was chatting with one of my, my, my greatest friends, and, uh, they talked about maybe trying to come chat with us on the podcast, and my dumbass only read a half of the text. Anyone knows me? That's right up my alley. So here we are. We're making it up. I fucking just... I called her, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, not even. Said you're on tonight. So here we are. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. This, this is Lauren. Everyone say hi. Um, I got a real important question for you. We at, we're asking this to every single person that comes on the show. All right. How many... How many third graders could you take in a fight? Third graders are about like eight or nine years old, right? Kind of along those lines. Uh, um, seven to eight. I have to say like five to seven. I'm not very, I'm not a very big person. I don't think I could get like ten because I'm not. Those not numbers are weak, Lauren. <laughs> those are so what? weak. No. Lauren, you're an athlete. You are an athlete. You are a gymnast. And you're thinking like five to seven. Are you kidding me? Well, I feel like I would get overwhelmed. I'm I'm not, again, I'm not super tall. I'm only five four. I don't have a lot of room for, uh, you know, like swinging the arms or anything, you know? I, I, I am, I am, I am disappointed right now. (laughs) To be completely honest with you. Fuck, I'm taking 30 down. I'm being honest with you. 30? 30. Easy. Easy. Well, are they like all coming at me at once? This or, is like, a random like, a line of them? Like, so this is this here? is this this is the situation we set up, okay? You're right. on a battlefield. Okay. And it is like in Braveheart or some movie, you know, and you are on one, you're on one side of the battlefield, and then it's just X amount of third graders on the other side. And then there's like a whistle blown or something, and they charge at you. Charge at charge at you. And you just got to fucking see how many you can take down. Hmm. All right. I'll, I'll change my answer to 10. 10. Then I'll have some running start going on. Maybe 10 to 15. A running start going at it. That's right. what I mean. That changes the odds a little bit. That's what I mean. And you can, like, run away from them and just let them come to you, like, one at a time as you run kind of away. Like, you like, Call of Duty zombies, get them in, like, a circle before you, like, start turning them around. And, yeah, like, man, train it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, okay. got, you can All make right. some moves. This isn't just like you're in, like, a WWE ring. <laughs> we're, okay. in, we're in, you know, Pennsylvania in 1862. Gotcha. All right, I'll, cha- I'll, t- I'll take the answer of 15 to 20 and I can oh. really get the, the zombie strategy going on. Good call. Good Thank call. Uh, Janaid, are you fucking back yet? Yeah, I'm back. Hey, she can't no, hear she me, can't. right? No. 
Lauren, you're uh, all good. Um, Janaid, our, our third our third friend on this podcast, unfortunately, I have no way to put his audio to you. So he can hear you, but you can't hear him. So I will be translating. Um, hi, Lauren. He said hi, by the way. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Janaid, we love this. Where do you live? <laughs> Shut up, you fucking creep, Janaid. God Where do you live? Um, How many people in your house? We, lo- we love Janaid. Okay. He's, he's te- what time do you go to work? <laughs> I'm so happy she can't hear you right now, Janine. Um, if I didn't know her, I'd do the same questions. You know that. <laughs> you guys are going to bring on like a friend that's just between you and Janine, and I'm going to do the same questions Janine's doing. Now. I'm so sorry, Lauren. <laughs> We tried, we tried to bring you on for a successful podcast here. And all of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, my co-host can't get his fucking shit together and get on get on the thing. And as soon as he does, he just starts being weird as fuck. So, um, Connor, get your shit together. Come on. It's, well, not not it's not Connor. It's not Connor. I'm not the co-host. We have three of us here. Connor oh, is gotcha. here. Well, apologies, Connor. Apologies. Yeah. It's Janaid. You don't know him. You can say fuck you, Janaid. What the fuck, Connor? Is, Take no responsibility. <laughs> no, I got no further. Janaid, I'm white. I'm using something right here. It's I'm sorry. This is such a crash. It's emanating from me. It's protecting. It's a force field. Yes, it is. Hey, you didn't. Oh my God. You didn't ask okay. her my question. Oh yeah. What is your question, Janaid? Tell her what I said, so I'm not like a total creep. What was your question again? Repeat oh, oh. one more time. Sorry, Lauren. Okay. I, I was asking, oh, where does she live, and what time does she leave the house? So where do you live, and what time do you leave your house? <laughs> do not answer anything that has just been repeated. <laughs> Do not answer that. I am, <laughs> okay, I, am right. I am blushing red embarrassed right now that this is happening. Okay. Lauren, yeah. here's a real Lauren, here's I'm just a joking. real question for you. Alright. Ready? Yep. Who's your favorite comedian? That's a hard one. Um I've seen a couple in person, but in all, I'm gonna go with Donald Glover before he was childish Gambino. I watched a lot of his stuff before when he was a comedian, so that was kind of cool. So I would say he's my favorite comedian. Favorite current one, right? That's cool. Current one, I I don't know if he's still doing it. I would say Kevin Hart, but I don't think he's still like doing stand up right now. Um, he's doing like movie related stuff. He still does comedy like, movies. Those like count. Doing some things here and there. Um, Dude, Powell is Lauren no. Black? So I'll, I'll put my, I'll put my Okay. 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 Oh, wait, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's the goat. Yep. I will D- lock in my final answer. There, there is, there is no argument. I will, I will fucking fight anyone in the face who tries to argue anything different than me. You mean like 30, 30, 30? I don't think anybody would want to fight you. He's by far the goat. All time. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, 
like Connor, if she said Jeff Foxworthy, I'd be like, oh, okay, Lawrence White. <laughs> what do you think about Jeff Foxworthy? I, uh, I don't know who that is. Fuck. Oh, what? <laughs> he is like the whitest old man dad comedian that's ever existed. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Bad. Bad, though. Good, bad. bad. Good, bad. Um... You know when you're yeah, a redneck. Yeah, he's the one who does the. When you're picking. You know when you're a redneck when yeah, and then. <laughs> he's drinking a sarsaparilla on your front yard. Yeah. Yeah, his whole he would do like twenty like, minutes of just you know you're a redneck when. He's just Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Yeah. You know you're a redneck when you don't know you got herpes from your sister or your cousin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, we do have another mic. If she ever wants to do it in person. Hey, by the way, homegirl. Home slice. What's up? Home slice. Guess what? What's up? I just bought a third mic. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. So we have three here. Perfect. You should come by one day. Absolutely. And I, I want to. And I'm going to mute Junaid. Um... Cause he kind of he kind of he kind of derailed that whole thing, and um, I'm 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 a little I'm a little it, I mean it it happens, it's 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 kind of it's it's unfortunately kind of a meme here like no it's no it's like I I I try really hard all week you know what I mean I come up with ideas I come up with topics and then we get recording. And then my jackass friend of mine just Justin's all humble bragging to a just no 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 my jackass friend of mine comes on here and says some dumbass shit, some fucking crazy wild shit, and we end up just yelling at him. Connor, don't you feel like don't you feel like Justin's tone changed? (laughs) Absolutely. He's trying to talk. He's trying to talk shit right now. So I'm gonna have to fucking once again. We end every podcast with me fucking yelling at him for being a jackass. This one will be 20 minutes in today. Not even hit the full hour. <laughs> now we're doing the full hour. <laughs> this is pay per view, baby. We go the distance. All right, Lauren. This 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 was a shit show. I, I love you. I will call we will call you one other time and we will make this happen way better when we Bro, let's do Tuesday. I will talk to you later. Get her in person Tuesday. She right. can take this chair. I'll do like a Hannibal Burris bit oh. where I stand in the corner. <laughs> that was so bad, you guys. <laughs> oh my Justin. God. Thank you for Thank you for thinking about me, Justin. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think that went beautifully. That was... (laughs) You know what? We are the Prepared for Nothing podcast, so nothing better than an impromptu call-in that just fucking tanks. I'm just going to, like, title the episode, Justin Tries to Talk to a Girl. (laughs) No, dude. <laughs> Justin, I thought it was funny, man. Fuck, bro. That's my homie. Don't do it, don't do it like that. <laughs>
I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm honestly shocked at some, some Janaid shit right there. I know that Janaid respects women. Do you know what, do you know what's a common trait of Janaid? Hmm. He doesn't know when he makes over the line creepy <laughs> kind of molesty jokes. That's exactly what I was trying you to do. You shouldn't do that with people who don't know you, dude. That's really bad. Dude, I don't care. It's really bad. <laughs> but it's entertaining. The goal wasn't to make her I am an entertainer. The goal was to make you uncomfortable. And I think that... Fuck, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. I hate this. Like, I, I'm about I'm I'm to, like, fucking bag, bag this whole... Oh. <laughs> I'm a princess right now. The princess... It's just an uncloud right. nine. All right, you guys, it's your turn. Have fun on the podcast. Turn. All right, perfect. For the next thirty minutes, me and Janaid are going to talk about anti-Semitism and uh, the use of <laughs> utensils in your kitchen. Uh, so oh, and critical race critical theory. race theory and application to kitchen utensils. So I'll let you decide at what angle we start at, and I will I will piggyback on. Let's talk about kitchen utensils. Okay, okay. Bring up the first kitchen utensil. Well, what is your first investment for a kitchen utensil? What is your thing that, like, okay, I need this Spatula, in the 100%. That is the... I would have said uh, a good pair of knives with the, with the blade that's, like, a full blade that goes into the handle. Okay, okay. That, that's a good point. Um... Not like that flimsy shit. I hate that flimsy Right, but shit. it's like I could have the best knives in the world. How am I going to... I can't cook with knives. That's why you need the spatula. Dude, you just got to get your flip down. <laughs> get my flip down. Okay, get your that's fair. But what if it's like a sticky thing? Because like chicken doesn't necessarily flip like a pancake. Especially when you dice it. If I get, like, one of those metal spatulas, I could eventually cut chicken. It's not going to look pretty, but I could still do it. Okay, yeah. For sure. But how are you going to cut the chicken? Uh, I just have to, like, go non-cut chicken for a while. Like, this is the investment. I get this okay. first. Down the line, I get the knives. But, like, spatula, if I could only have one utensil in my kitchen, it would be a spatula. Okay, That's a so basically, thing. pan, hand torn chicken, pan with a cover on it, spatula, and knives are important. Yeah, I'll give you that. Basically, the first top, top three. three. Yeah, top three. Because like cutting boards, yeah, not... then I think baking pans. baking pans can go either yeah. way. Honestly, if you get like a good enough pan, you can use it to bake with. Think like cast iron and shit. You can bake with that. Oh, yeah, cast iron is versatile as fuck. Point. Yeah. Cast iron is super versatile. It's only, the only downside is the pain to clean. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. I throw some water in that bitch so and throw it on high so heat like, boiling. I got a yeah. cast iron skillet. I got a cast iron skillet here, but metal is so expensive here that it's fake cast iron. It's just a coating. 
I'm like, oh, I gotta clean this. Let me just turn up the heat and clean it with oh, some it's oil. Oh, like cast iron line. And then, yeah, and then it just split in yeah. half. I'm like, oh, insides aluminum. The aluminum expanded before the cast iron so, did. I didn't actually know cast iron could break until I worked in the receiving department at Bed Bath and we got shattered cast iron pans. Shit's brittle as fuck. Yeah, it threw me for a loop because like the first one we opened that was broken, it was just like the handle snapped off. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. But this next one was like the entire pan shattered like eggshell. I'd never seen that before, nor could I like fathom that being possible. Yeah, because they get dropped or, like, thrown on a crazy angle. And if the weld, I'm not the weld, like, if the mold isn't that solid and the temp and all that shit. Yeah. All right, Janaid, here's your, here's your impromptu question. You pick the knives. Explain how the knives apply to either critical race theory or anti-Semitism in the Middle East. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with anti-Semitism in the Middle okay. East. Okay. Now, my first question to your question is, how do you define Semite? <laughs> um, let's go with the layman's U.S. definition of just uh, anti-Judaism. Okay, anti-Judaism, because technically, uh, Semites were Muslims, Jews, and Christians from a specific Middle Eastern region that is modern-day Israel. Correct. You know, based off that, killing Palestinians is basically yeah. anti-Semitism. It is, but, like, it doesn't fit a narrative. <laughs> and, like, when you bring the term anti-Semitism, it's like, oh, shit. Because of Nazis. Right. Yeah. And, um... You playing damage I would have control? to say that even, uh... Even, like, a... Troubled Palestinian child with a knife is an anti-Semitic person. Okay. Even though they've been there for thousands of years. Alright, alright. Justin's turn. The cast iron pan being versatile... Janaid took anti-Semitism, now you get critical race theory. <laughs> How can a cast iron pan be related to critical race theory? Yeah. Yeah, basically slaves. African American slaves. Go for it, Justin. You probably have a lot of history with that. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Jackass? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta call you out the fuck. You on some shit today, Janine. God damn it. Dude, I'm just on a roll of making you uncomfortable. No, you're on a roll of saying some fucking wild boy shit, dude. <laughs> you know, the nice thing is, like, the world's wild enough is that this seems tame. We're fine. We're coasting. Sinead, you have the internet, right? Yeah. Look up Elizabeth Tilly, my ancestor. 
And let, 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 let Wikipedia tell you my history with slaves. Fuck, I should actually do this before I say it. <laughs> you gotta look it up and shoot yourself but in the foot. It's like I've heard stories, but I've never actually looked it up myself. <laughs> God damn it. You got to find out. <laughs> okay, first thing that opens up is a Wikipedia snippet. Junaid, you're... Hey, shut the fuck! You're fucking wicked. Your shit's gonna start cutting out. You just start going. Before you find out, this is actually related to that white supremacist. She was the daughter of Mayflower passenger John Tilly, aka my dad. Just kidding. I should probably bleep that. That was a bad one. Well, it's okay. Evidently, John Tilly is also a current person. But it, yeah. Okay, so who's her husband? Pretty sure she married a slave. Who the hell is this a photo of? <laughs> Who is this? Dude, you gotta love having like 20, 30 seconds of dead air while we read through like a Yeah, while we read a Wikipedia right page. Oh. This is awesome. Oh, here we go. Democratic Party, okay. John Elizabeth Tilly, Kentucky Tilly. House of Representatives, District 8. Family and children. Christian Methodist. Never mind. I thought there was some slave story related to her that I won't repeat because it's not even true, so. Well, that was a waste of fucking five minutes right now. Yeah. But legit, my family was on the Mayflower, so. That's cool. Until you find out this person's more directly related to that white supremacist that killed themselves in prison. That happens to share a very similar name to Dude, me. we're not... No, no. No, no we're not going... We're not talking about that right now. We're not going there. It's Do you know who also is part of this family? Hmm. Have you ever heard the story of how, like, 80% of the presidents are all, like... Rooted back to this one family. Yeah. Like the Clintons and the Bushes and the... Yeah. All of them. The Kennedys. Yes. It's the Tilly family. Yeah. It's her. Huh. But... That's the and then it, But it, like, goes all the way back to, like, kings and shit, doesn't it? Like, they're all great, 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 great descendants of kings. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Kingdom rules. There's like some guy that. Oh my God, Justin, are you, are you, are you white what royalty? Name? Are you white royalty, Justin? Mm, I mean, maybe. I don't really know. It's so weird that so. it delays for you. Oh, what's that? His audio delays for you. I can hear him through your earpiece, like delayed. Because he, he already said that, and then it, like, paused a second, and then you heard it, and then responded. Janaid, say something. We gotta, we gotta fix some shit. Uh, Justin is the king. Hmm. Did, you, did he just... First person to say their name wins. Connor. Justin. I was late. I actually said late. Try oh. again. Try again. Uh, first person to say the N word wins. 
Nice. <laughs> oh, you almost got us. I'm just thinking, too, like, in high school, something in the back of my head would have taken over, like, my reptile brain. I would have just shouted it and then realized what I did. What was that? It's probably high school me would have shouted it and then hesitated, like, halfway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know Justin wouldn't have hesitated in high school. You guys, you guys played the penis game in high school, right? What's that? You played the penis game in high school. Oh God, that was a great one. Yeah. Did you ever play? We used to play this game called Nutball. Did you ever play that? It sounds familiar. It was essentially we took a lacrosse ball because they're super bouncy but super heavy. Yeah. And you'd sit across the hallway from each other and have your legs spread. Yeah, yeah, I know what and you're talking about now. You couldn't like throw it directly at their nuts. It had to bounce once. Yeah, it was but like, it couldn't bounce twice. It was like a mixture of bowling and table tennis. Yeah, and it was the weird like trying to bounce a fucking heavy ball into your homies' nuts. Mm-hmm. Really strange game when you think about it. Did you ever win at that game, Janine? Uh, I was hazed with that game. I didn't get a chance to throw the ball back. <laughs> no, I forgot. Dude, they used to fucking... Some of the seniors on the lacrosse team would do that to the freshmen, but it was like one way. So it used to be like you'd throw it and then a throw back. And a throw. All the seniors sitting down to decide who they'll haze. Let's get the Indian kid. <laughs> Get the brown kid up there. I'm actually Pakistani. Get I was the like one of one of two Muslims that played lacrosse in Utah, and the other one was Mahdi. <laughs> Did you like see one on another team and have like a moment of like singularity? What? No, I was just more like, hey man, this is my white people. <laughs> Territorial aggression. <laughs> they haven't seen that many brown people, so I really need you to, uh, you know, not perform so well so they have a lower standard of me. Well, that's probably why critical race theory is such a big problem, is because, like, a lot of people don't have exposure to brown people. Yeah. Especially in Utah. Yeah. One of the people I was working with was telling me that he lives, grew up in South Carolina. <clears throat> and he was telling me how. Oh. Go ahead. No, 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 sorry, I was interrupting. I, I just got back after a delay. Yeah, he was saying that, uh, you know, where he's from down south, people aren't racist as they are portrayed. And he said he's seeing much more racist people up here in Utah mm-hmm. than he ever did down in the south. Part of me wonders if that's contributed to the fact that just white people in Utah just aren't exposed frequently and at a high number to people of other races so it's 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 easy for them to get in those echo chambers in a way mm-hmm. you know 
yeah. If I, if there's one advice I could give any any Caucasian person, it's don't ask anybody where they're from because when you ask that question as a Caucasian, it puts them into a defensive mode because they're nervous. Well, Janae, I have one question for you. What's up? Where are you from? I'm from Utah, oh, man. Sandy? Rain, baby. Me too, dog. Actually, downtown Salt Lake City. The hard part. But that was part. before we moved to Sandy. In the, in the <laughs> ghetto, huh? I love how there's just a certain point where it's like you you drive from suburb to city to shit show. All on one street. Right. All within like three blocks of a transition of each other. This, oh fuck! Salt Lake's wild, dude. Yeah, because like you hit State Street, and it's like ah, city. Main Street still city. Once the the east becomes a W, it gets sketchier. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> and there was like certain part when I went to Midvale the other day, I had that like realization. It's like this is like Nevada ghetto, where it's welcomingly scary. Yes, dude. Yeah. Especially on the west side of the freeway in Midvale. Mm-hmm. Damn, dog, you best stay out of that place. Yeah, because when I went to get my windows tinted, it's just looking around, it's like, oh, yeah, this kind of looks like the shitty side of town in Vegas. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, don't compare us to the shitty side of town in Vegas. Vegas is so much worse. Yeah. Janine, shut the fuck no, up. No, he's right. They got all the homeless from Salt Lake there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Dude, we signed off an episode the other day because you were talking shit on Salt Lake. So I don't want you to go on some, like, I have some pride now bullshit. Yeah, no. Dude, I you got pride for Shit Lake City. I will give him credit. The worst street I've ever been on was called D Street in Las Vegas. And it's literally a four-lane road that's turned into a one-lane with the number of homeless people in the middle of the street. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They just took over the street? They just took over the street. It's supposedly 35 through there, but you can't go more than 10. What the fuck is happening in this world, dude? <laughs> I don't even know. <sighs> and, like somewhere in that mix is King Rat Man. King Rat Man. Oh well, yeah, just King Rat. Cause they got like that weird organized shit, like what India has with the organized panhandlers, like the unionized ones. Unionized panhandlers. Yeah, you ever seen that? No. It's like a profession. Like. There's a union for it. Yeah, there's basically one mob boss. There's basically one mob boss that controls like a district. Mm -hmm. And then he basically kidnaps children and women and uh, mentally handicapped people or physically disabled people and just drops them at a morning afternoon.
That's similar, though, to oh, what it sorry. is in Vegas. But Vegas, they don't have to kidnap anyone because there's plenty of homeless people. Is that they can just take those people. But it's like same homeless person, yeah. same corner for about 10 years kind of deal. Like, that is their post. Dude, when I lived in Logan, there was only one homeless person. Not, I don't want to say there was only one homeless person, but there was only one that was, like, out visible on the main street and, like, asking for money and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And after, like, two, three years of seeing this guy almost always posted up by the Smiths, finally one day, he had a sign, you know, anything helps. Mm-hmm. Food, money, whatever. And I gave, went to go give him like a $10, I think only $5, I think even maybe Smith's gift card or something mm-hmm. small like that. And he was like, no, I can't take that. I was like, dude, I'm trying to give this shit to you. And he's like, no, 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 man. I, I, I can't take that. I can't take that. And I was just like so confused. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Standing here with the sign. Okay, I guess. You know, I wonder if, like, being the only homeless person in an area would have, like, the benefits of no competition, but, like, the cons of notoriety for people to avoid you. Nobody, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've been homeless for four years. I gave you two bucks once. Why didn't that fix it? Yeah, I ain't giving you two bucks anymore. He had this, like, truck with, uh, like, kind of one of those, like, trailer campers in the back, too. Mm-hmm. They would always be posted, like, <laughs> ironically, like, a block away from where he was mm-hmm. every single time. Oh, I always heard that, like, having a car as a homeless person is worse for you than not, mm-hmm. just because people see that as, like, the assumption of lying. It's yes. like, no, dude, that's his house. You're going to go home to a bed. He's going to have to shuffle some of his garbage over to make a pillow, like, in his backseat. That does not mean he is doing well, just because he has a vehicle. Janine, how's your car house doing? My car house? Yeah, dude. It has leather interior. That's dope. He's the bougie Fuck, one. yeah, dude. Uh, I, I got a buddy. <laughs> and a son. A buddy that was, and uh, a son, huh? Born in Belize, and so he's actually entitled I call to, it my uh, skylight. Like, Belize has this weird law that once you turn 18 there, you get, like, I think three acres worth of land. And you're basically given a year to do anything you want with it. And then after that year, you're allowed to either... What if more people are born than the like? Well, so here's the thing. After that year, you're either allowed to keep it, sell it back to the government for its worth. So if you actually work really hard on it and make it worth more than it was originally worth, you make more money off of it. Or um, you can sell it to a neighbor and they can extend kind of deal. And it's almost treated like the stock market in a way there of like buying and selling. What country is this? Needs. Where is it's Belize? in like uh, Central America, Caribbean? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, but you trying to move there? Do we want to do a podcast? No, you don't want to do a podcast there because when you go by the villages and stuff, it's like this tin shack on three acres of property and a Lambo. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Trash. <laughs> yeah. 
like a tin shack and an Escalade, a tin shack and a Ferrari, a tin shack and a Tesla. I mean, it just, it makes no sense. All these people live in tin shacks and have like really nice high-end cars. And that's just Belize. <laughs> and the other thing I remember too is uh, you can't drink the water there. Because there's like stuff in it that our stomachs can't handle because we don't live there. Right. But they don't sell bottled water there. They sell bagged water. It is the weirdest thing. It looks like an ice pack. It looks like a straw in it. No, no straw. It looks like an ice pack and you like cut the corner and drink it. Huh. Yeah. But it it's like Arrowhead. <laughs> Another Nestle brand. Yeah. Fucking scheming the whole world out. It's so ironic that they sell bottled water and don't even give people water. <laughs> Dude, they're like, they've got to be one of the worst companies on the earth. Oh, easily. And yet, I've seen so much shit from them. Like, even just out in the open, nestled, not even, like, hided, hidden. Because, I mean, people don't know that, you know, Nestle owns Arrowhead and shit like that. They're just like, oh, Arrowhead, that's its own thing. Once you really look up the brands that they all own, it's it's so many. But I've seen, like, so many of those, like, Nestle pop-up trucks... That sell, like, the massive baked cookies and things like that. Huh. There was even one back in Vegas in, like, our town square. It's weird. I went to it probably once or twice on a date. They're They're fucking the world over. Yeah. Number one producers of pollution are foreign companies. And the number one advocates for people needing to change their ways are foreign companies. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's like they're blaming, mm. they're blaming like the small, like percentage, like the actual layman. Like, oh, it's your car that's yeah, polluting. No, it, but no, man, it's these big it's companies. It's just gaslighting on the the masses. I mean, imagine if you knock over a glass. Off the table, breaks on the floor, and then you basically tell your your kid this is their fault and like justify why it's their fault kind of deal. They're not smart enough to really go against you, and they don't have the authority or the ability to go against you if they're young enough. So it's just right. that's what it is. Right. <laughs> it's like, man, it must have been my fault that the glass fell on the ground. Even in reality. You knocked it off. (laughs) When do you think they're going to legalize pot in Utah? Like, full recreational. We looking at, like, two years, three years from now? Five years. The Mormon church their hands on the money. Okay. When they can make money off of it? Yes. Mormon dispensaries. Right. That'd be hilarious. Each each one comes with like a Bible. They already own mad money and like mass pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. You know, random questions you guys hear about 
Uh, Pat McAfee. The, like, virus guy. Yeah, he died. He got, he got murked in prison, most likely. Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, I thought he killed Supposedly. himself. Suppo- yeah, him and Epstein. Yeah, that's his whole thing. Oh, so basically he was connected with a lot of information. Yeah, he supposedly has a kill switch that has gone live of like three terabytes that's going to be dumped of like government he has cover-ups. He publicly said right before he went to jail, one of his most notorious quotes is, if I commit suicide, no, I was whacked. And yeah. then he just got this like he got a tattooed word whacked yeah. on his arm. He made the comment about he has friends in there. He's having a good time. Yeah, like trying to keep people updated, kind of deal. And then supposedly he killed himself. But the problem is, is that all those tweets are like three to four years old. Yeah, but it's it's still pretty fishy. It is. No, again, it's incredibly fishy. Again, just like the Epstein case, the guard logs for that day yeah. were kind of off. Well, everything was about all... it was off. The fact that the guards weren't even employees of that prison was off. Yes. But um, the other thing, too, though, you have to look at with McAfee is that he kind of went crazy towards the end. And... He was also like 75. He probably just found out he had some... He was that old? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he probably found out he had like some type of cancer that would never be cured and just decided no he'd rather kill himself than go through chemo and shit. But who knows? I mean, they can spin it anyway. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what comes from this dead switch that he supposedly had. It's pretty baller, dude. To mm. have a kill switch. Yeah, a dead switch of three terabytes. It's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh though when it's all like child porn. No, it's just him shitting in girls' mouths. <laughs> That's what he's into. No, no, no. It's him getting shit on. Yeah, it's three terabytes of him being shit on. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's him getting shit into his mouth. It's just two girls in one cup. Maybe set to a three terabyte size format. Maybe he just Maybe he just swallowed a, a really big turd in jail and then choked on it. Eat that fat shit. Not enough fiber in their diet. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, just like a big constipated lump. I don't like this conversation anymore. Can we be done? Yeah, we're done. We're we're at fifty four minutes. Let's call it. <laughs> this is enough. Let's call it. I love you, fans. Have a good night.